You can press pause on this Pete and Kimber podcast anytime you like. But Thai Airways' new flights from Perth to Bangkok? Well, they're non-stop. Book now with Thai. Smooth as silk. This is the Pete and Kimber podcast. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Luckily for us, we've got time to do this podcast because our flight's been delayed. <laughs> I think us and the rest of Australia, the last couple of months for air travel in this country has been a joke. A couple of months. I think it's been a bit longer than that. It Thanks, probably Quant- has. Qantas. It's not just them either. It's like every airline has just been, oh, your flight's cancelled. Oh, your flight's pushed back. Like, remember going right back to Coldplay when all those Adelaide folks wanted to fly in for the oh, gig? yes. And they were like, oh, no, nah, we just can't get you in in time, but we'll fly you all on Monday. And it was post-gig. Yeah. going, yeah, cheers for that. And there's a, you know what, that's across the board, not just in the aviation industry, but I feel like it's everywhere. I, I tweeted about this the other day. Mm. Um, there's a very popular video game that's been released in the last couple of days called Mario versus Donkey Kong. Yep. It's the one actually I had the guy just rock up this morning to our oh. workplace and I, I grabbed it for the flight. He was a guy off Marketplace. He was kind enough to bring it here because he just lives up the road oh here Oh, my God. Did you pull a, can you drop it off? Yeah. Can you deliver it? Yeah. You were one of them. Well, the thing is, he said, like, it says, um, pick up from Subi. And I was like, oh, what are the chances? Because I'm just up the road. And he checked the details. He's literally, like, three minutes that way. Oh, okay. So I was cool. like, sorry I couldn't get out. And he was like, no, it's all right. I'll just come drop it off. Nice. Um, so thanks to him. But that game, like, I went to, uh, a, like, a game store on day one when it was released. Yeah. Now, I feel like once upon a time you could go, it's not just them, but you could go anywhere and you're looking for anything and shops would just have stock. Oh, yeah. And that's... now they just don't have stock. I was, I... Like, I was like, can I have this game? They're like, sorry, we don't have any stock. I was like, what about any other place around the... Ca-? No, no stock anywhere. It was day one. everything changed the way they actually stock stuff though because lots of people are buying things online. So you hear people bitch about it a lot with Kmart because they go, oh, it says there's stock and then there's nothing and you have to be refunded. And I'm, I think that they're stocking other people's online orders faster than they yeah, can get them to shelves. True. And everything just shifted but in that mindset because you just can't find out what, what you can access and what's available. It's a real shit experience now if you go shopping. Like it's a, it's yeah. a shit experience. Yeah, you're right, because you do end up chasing everywhere for it. You have to go a long way, and it's a lot of messing about. That's crap. But I guess that's, I don't know, we've sort of bought that on ourselves, right, with yeah, online shopping and, and the, the convenience. Way they... But, yeah, um, what kind of, so we're, we, we're hopping on a flight today to go over to um, uh, watch the Australian Idol lives, thanks to our dear friend now, Amy Shark. Yeah, that's a nice invite. And um, came through with the goods, which is awesome. What kind of flyer are you? Um, look, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be ignoring you on the flight the whole way. Not for anything personal. Just normally I would be up for like, I put on my noise cancelling headphones because I hate the sound of the plane. Mm. I just find it too noisy mm-hmm. in general. Mm. So even if I'm not listening to music, I put the noise cancelling phones on. Yep. Um, but I have to write a wedding. Ah. Oh. And so it's a good like four or five hours on a plane where I can get some solid work done. So yep. I'll just have my laptop out and I'm writing a wedding for a ceremony I have coming up. Okay. That works out really well for me because I can't be stuffed talking to people when I'm on a plane. Mainly too, I, can't be I hate turning my head and having that sore neck yeah. on one side. Yeah. So you and I find if we're sitting next to each other, what about Rami? I don't know. I don't know what kind of person Rami is when it comes to being on a plane. And I like I just mm. want I and this is a, there is one thing though, 
Can I recommend that if we tr- like if we because the three of us are sitting together, yeah. But at the moment, yours and my seats are side by side. Yes. I recommend we try and get Rami into the middle, and here's the reason why. When I'm on flights, especially if they're long flights, yeah, I get drowsy and I fall asleep. <laughs> right yeah. now, two things: I snore, but the other oh thing is, God. as I'm as I'm falling asleep. Yep. And the snoring starts to happen. Mm-hmm. There's a part of my brain that's awake enough to remember that I'm on a flight. Yep. And remember how far off the ground we are. And it starts making my head picture how far off the ground we are. And it jolts me awake. Oh, do you actually have the image? I thought everyone jolted awake, but I didn't think there was like an image associated I, with I it. I get the image of I'm on a flight. Oh. This is where my seat is. My feet are on this floor, but underneath it is like thousands of meters of just gap. Oh. And I get that and I get it really bad and it jolts me awake. And that happens lots, like heaps and heaps and heaps over the course of a flight. Sometimes it's like really bad. Sometimes I can get through without it happening. Oh. But more often than not, I go through that rhythm. So if so, you're like you're going to get if we sit next to each other yeah. while you're trying to write this wedding, yes. I'm gonna be going. Well Oh, okay. Well let's do that then, because I might actually have a sleep myself. Okay, cool. And sometimes I sleep before takeoff. What? Yeah, I can just fall what asleep you... anywhere. That's I, amazing. I might fall asleep before takeoff. That's so, amazing. Yeah, so I won't put myself near you. Because I don't want to be disturbed. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, so Rami in the middle. Rami in the middle. And he can just deal with both our shit. Yeah. Well, he might like it because we're both ignoring him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's tired of us, let's face it. Yeah, true. Now we've got to spend three (laughs) days together. Um, Hey, coming up in the podcast, yay or nay on the way. Speaking of Rami, he joins us for three different topics, three seconds to think about the topics and whether you're yay or nay. I'm embarrassed I didn't understand two of today's questions. I can't even remember what it is we talked about. It was just they had double negatives in there. You know, when it's like... Oh, yeah, that's right. You Sorry, never the know, way he worded You don't them. want to never yeah. do this. And I'm like, what? I don't understand. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, we spoke to Lindsay, who we sent over to Taylor Swift's private box for her gig in Sydney on the weekend. She was... I mean, she did something really special. We're no, very she, lucky. No, she didn't. And no, we're not. Uh, it's just, you wait till you hear it's disappointing. Um, we talked to <laughs> we talked about cheating because um, someone sent me a dear Kimber, and they feel guilty about kissing someone on a nightclub floor. And it was interesting. Someone called up and was very honest about the fact mm. that he's a liar. Yeah, which is ironic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, mm. We did a secret lives of Perth, which is pretty interesting, where people are sending in their secrets, and this person did something illegal. Yep, illegal. And we've told them that it's illegal, by the yeah. way. We've had that conversation. We yep. cannot condone what they did. Yeah. Please don't do it. And then calls on your petty revenge as well. And, and um, Pink hates Taylor Swift. No, I don't hate Taylor Swift. Yeah, there was a do. No, there was a very robust discussion around how I feel about potentially going to see Taylor Swift tonight. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And I think it's valid. And if you look at our text line, there was a lot of support from my point of view. Yeah, they, they really, they totally weren't listening to you. Because they <laughs> thought you were backing in your wife, Liz. And Liz doesn't feel the same way at all. No, she doesn't. She's She feels very differently. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you'll hear the whole thing. Enjoy. On the way. Bye. Time for a Dear Kimber. Dear Kimber from what I would say I think is a long-time listener. Because... Uh-huh. She spelt my name right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty rare. No ER at the end. So occasionally we get emails. Um, it's 
happening a lot more and more these days. Hey, send emails. them in. I'm, we really enjoy this. Yep. Um, you can hit us on the text as well. If, if you need some advice, not just from Kimber, but also the Mix fam, because we throw it out to you listening. Uh, but hit us with it. What's today's Dear Kimber? Dear Kimber, got a curly one for you. I don't think this is that curly, but I do think it might split the room. Okay. I have been left feeling incredibly guilty after a night out a few weeks ago. Long story short, I'm a gay woman, but many moons ago before discovering my true sexuality, I was straight. I'm currently in a relationship with a woman and I have been for nearly two years and things are great. A few weeks ago, had a girls' night out with my friends. We partied all night, drinks were flowing and we had a great time. I did, however, bump into a guy who many, many years ago was... A friend with benefits of mine. We don't have to explain that one to your kids. No, probably Should not. Be good. Um, while I don't want to use this as an excuse, I was pretty intoxicated and I ended up making out with him a few times on the dance floor. He tried to convince me to go home with him multiple times <sighs> and I told him it was not going to happen. I did go home to my girlfriend and I haven't said anything about it, but I've been feeling really guilty. Only me and another friend of mine know about it. And my friend says it doesn't count as cheating because I had been with him before and because I wasn't straight anymore. But it still doesn't feel right. I'm scared my partner will break up with me if I tell her what should I do. Cheating's cheating. I mean, this is... I'm really interested to hear why you think this... this, Because you've been saying for the past 20 minutes this one will split the room. I I need to know why. Because cheating's cheating, mate. I know. You're with someone. But I do think that some people will go, oh, it was just a kiss. I do. Now, and and, and look, my perspective is not that. My perspective is actions have consequences, right? And, And you don't get to choose what the consequences are. That's the problem. Right. That's why you can only that's why you've got to control your actions. I'm I'm from the school of thought where I think people make major life decisions based on the information they had at the time. You might look back on your life and go, oh, I should have made different choices there. But you base it on the information you have at the time. And so as a result, I feel like her partner deserves to know because her partner gets the chance to go. Do I want to stick around? Do I think this was just a foolish, stupid night and our relationship is worth more than that and we can get past it? Mm. Or not. But I, it's not in your hands anymore. I feel like you have to tell your partner and it's their choice whether they want to, you know, move on with it. So you and I are going away uh, to Sydney. Yes. And we're going with Rami. Yep. I say, for example, we all go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And then myself and Rami have a boozy pash at the end of the night. <laughs> I mean, I would have filmed it and put it in our mixed fan page right. by then. But... Now, I say to you, Kimba, what stays in Sydney? What happens in Sydney stays in Sydney. Don't tell Liz. Okay? And I say to you, Pete, don't make me hide lies from your wife. Tell her. Because it's just the right thing to do. At the friend who says you've already been with him and it's not cheating, your friend's an idiot. That's just stupid. That would be like all of us can go back to our exes if we wanted. And the gender doesn't matter either. I don't care that he was a guy. It doesn't change it. Uh-huh. So I think that you should tell your partner, and you can be as honest about it as, as you you know want to, and yeah. go, look, I regret it, and I've I've done a stupid thing. I think that if I was that partner, I'd be forgiving. I think I think it's just a yeah. kiss, and I would be forgiving. I do think it's cheating, but I would be forgiving. I think that like a, a couple of things. If you've got advice for this, right, I'd love to hear from people who've been in this situation in particular, and what happened when they told. You know what I mean? Like, what happened when they told? Like, if we could get a nice even spread of, you know, this is what happened when I told my partner that I had a boozy pash with someone one night 
even though I was with them, this is what happened. Because, you know, it would be interesting to hear if most people come back and go, you know what, it was just a cheeky kiss and we let it go and we all moved on and we're happy. Jess in Byford, what do you think? Should she tell her partner? Look, honestly, I think, you know, if you truly do love your partner, it shouldn't matter how much alcohol you drank that night. Like, you made that mistake. You need to own up to it. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because I know alcohol drops people's inhibitions and it can make you not think straight, but I can't remember a time where I've ever been so drunk I've forgotten that I'm in love with somebody. Yeah, but that's the whole point of being that drunk, right? You'd never be able to remember it. So... (laughs) Like, who knows if it actually happened or not. Yeah. Hey, Ben sent us a text. Yeah, Ben sent a text saying, no, cheating is cheating. If anything, what she's done is worse than if it were a random because it was with someone who she's had a history with. Jason in 2J, should she tell her partner? Hell no. No. (laughs) No. What's your school of thinking, Jason? Well, look, my philosophy is don't get drunk enough that you're going to do dumb stuff for a start. Mm Mm-hmm. But, look, it never ends well telling the partner. Nine times out of ten, they'll leave anyway. And if you think it's just a dumb mistake and you won't do it again, you know, I'd hedge my bets and wouldn't tell. You know what? And I I actually appreciate you being honest about it, Jason, because Mm. I used to have – I used to date a guy many years ago who said the same thing to me because he was like, if I knew it was a stupid mistake and Mm. I was never going to do it again, why would I risk what we have? I'm like, yeah, but I do feel like it's your right to know. Mm. Like, they should get to make the choice if it's dumb or not. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. And and probably if a shoe was on the other foot, you'd probably feel like you'd want to be told as well, right? But yeah. Jason, have you ever hedged your bets and never told? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Jason! Don't, if you're going to say it, mate, don't sound like you're proud about it. <laughs> well. Pete and Kimbers, yay or nay? You've got to say Morning Rami. You always say Morning Rami. I've already spoken to you. I don't have to say Morning Rami. You've been introduced. Welcome, here Rami. Now. Fast becoming my favourite segment of our show. Hi, Kimba. How are you going? Good, thank you. <laughs> Hello, Pete. Uh, <laughs> first one. It's okay, it's okay to tell someone if they have B.O. Three, two, one. Yay. 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 I think you have to be comfortable with the person and you'd... It's also a good idea. Like, you don't have to, I think, if you know you're not spending much time with them for the day. You know, you sort of let it go. Yeah. Well, what if it's like a work meeting and someone smells? Oh, if no, it's someone no like a colleague or someone, I think sometimes, um, because I've not really not mastered the idea of bringing it up, sometimes I'll sniff my own pits and be like, do I smell? I feel like I might smell. <laughs> Just in the hope, in the hope Genius. that they realise there's definitely an odour in here. Wow. We'll all be watching out for that from now on. <laughs> we'll start sniffing ourselves. <laughs> Next one. Never sit next to the driver of an Uber if you're the only passenger. Three, two, one. Nay. I don't know how to answer. It's one of I those, might have like, worded that weird, actually. It, you worded it weird. So basically, no, basically, I'm always sitting in the back. Yeah. Always sitting in the back. Hang on a sec. I think I got that wrong then. Oh, God. Yeah, but it was the wording. <laughs> We'll forgive you for the wording, but no, I I would never. You should never sit. Let me start again. Okay, it's weird to sit in the next to the Uber driver. Yay! If you're the only one in there, yeah, yeah. Nay. What? Wait, what? I like to sit in the. I like to sit and just have a chat. It's nice. A lot of them, they're driving overnight. It's been a long night. I get in, I sit there. Keeping company. How are you going? It's been a long night, and what they want is you getting in the car next to them and just r- rambling stuff at them. 
Definitely not. But I'm a but I'm a woman too, and I mean, there's I just don't know many women who would sit in the front. Yeah. Of any vehicle where they don't know the driver, I just don't know anyone who would do it. And yeah. I hate small talk, so if I get in and the radio's off, I might turn something on. Mate. I get in and tell them to go to Mix ninety four point five because as soon as they hear the show, they'll start listening permanently. Hey. When they hear how good the station is, they'll stay. Good point. You're very smart, Kinder. <laughs> Third one. You don't have to wash your hands after peeing. Three, two, one. No. Wait, <laughs> this is weird again. <laughs> but yeah. you don't have to wash your hands. After doing a wee wee. No. No. You have to. Always. You of should course always. you should be. Why, who's not? We have to go to Taylor Swift next. <laughs> Rummy, I take drinks from you. You make coffees for us. Can I have one, please? He's yeah. staring him with his finger. I've got to go. <laughs> that's, that's not what he's staring at. <laughs> Taylor Swift still in the country, still absolutely smashing it, breaking records with people attending her concert. Hi, I'm Taylor. I'm 90% sure the main reason I'm here is because I have a song called 22. <laughs> Huge, right? Huge. And when she leaves here, she goes and does six shows in Singapore. Is that right? Yeah. She could have flown through Perth on her way to Singapore. Anyway, we sent somebody over to Taylor Swift on Friday, but Mm. not just any you're going to Taylor Swift. Actually got them into Taylor Swift's private box. Lindsay joins us now. Good morning to you, Lindsay. How was it? Good morning, Pete and Kimber. I think you guys will have to speak up. My ears are still ringing. It was the loudest concert I've ever been to. It was just incredible. Lindsay, there could have been some disappointment on the night because they were worried about the weather and they held off for a little bit. Were people quite concerned it was going to be cancelled? No, no. I don't think at any stage it was going to be cancelled because everyone was like across the radar and just seeing where that storm was going. So thankfully it blew past. Unfortunately, Sabrina Carpenter, she had to miss out on her set. But as you would have seen, like Taylor came through and brought Sabrina up for her surprise songs later. So yeah, once that rain stopped, it was just the greatest night ever. All right. Do it, Lindsay. Take us inside Taylor Swift's box. Let's go. <laughs> her the luckiest personal person box. In the like yep. how many of you are in Taylor's personal box? Uh, I think it was about maybe 14 to 16 of us around that. But, like, it was her manager was in there. I was talking to her manager and I was just saying, like, you can't escape Taylor Swift at the moment. And I said, not that you want to. You do not want to escape. And he said, whatever you see, Taylor has gone over. She's absolutely gone across every single detail of this concert. It was the best view. But, guys, I was on the ground. And Travis Kelsey walked past to the VIP tent. So I did do a little yell out and say, Pete and Kimber said hi. And he kind of nodded away back. So that's your hello back. <laughs> I feel so seen. <laughs> is that our surprise? Is that is that the surprise that we were yes, hearing guys, about he this waved, morning? He waved to you. So that was that was me waving back to you guys and telling you now. So that was, oh. that was Why that wasn't was he so... hanging out in the box with you? Oh, he was in the VIP tent on the ground. So that was where like Rita Ora was, Katy Perry was, and Mark Hoppus from Bleak 182, who had a concert on next door. He was in there too. So he managed to stay for the start of the show before he had to go next door and play his own concert. That's how badly he wanted to see Taylor. Oh, so you didn't end up in that, but wasn't, no. that, the, wasn't that the box we were meant to send Lindsay to? <laughs> that Guys, one? if you could have got me there, like life over, that would have made my life. I know I was in the corporate suite. I was in the Swift suite up in the top with the best view ever. So if I had been there, you would have seen me all over the news because I just <laughs> would not have been able to contain myself. But so I did 
Who was the best person in the box with you? Who was the biggest name? Like, was it Taylor's dad? Was it, like, who was in there? I'd have to say Taylor's manager, Frank. Like, it was pretty cool. Like, one degree of separation to Taylor Swift. It was just so exciting. And he's just so down to earth. And he just seems so normal. And that just, like, radiates off off, um, off Taylor as well. Yeah, that's that's great. Travis walked past earlier. That was mind-blowing. Yeah, Lindsay, we spent... I don't know how many thousands of dollars to send you over to the biggest gig in the world that every Australian wants to go to saying, go to the box, go to the VIP box and everyone's going to be in there. And you said, you got a surprise for us, this Travis Kelsey guy. And the best you got for us was he smiled and nodded. It probably wasn't even as you, at you. He was probably hey, smiling and nodding at someone next well. to you. And he don't waved. Wave. And he waved. <laughs> Great. What was the cheese platter like in there, Lindsay? <laughs> It was great, guys, and there were these like lavender haze drinks. It was just the best <laughs> night ever. I bloody hope so. <laughs> I bloody hope so for twenty grand, Lindsay. Hey, I should have brought you one back. I should have brought you one back, guys. No, it was just the thank you so much. It was just the best night ever. Like I said, I have not stopped smiling. I just randomly burst out with Taylor songs, and everyone. It, it's just, just no one will forget this. It was there. There were even people outside, as you know, from the stadium listening. Yeah. Like it was the best. I've never seen Pete look so disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Rami has been telling us all weekend, oh, she's got this big surprise for you on Monday. Huge surprise for you on Monday. Wait till you hear the story she's going to tell. It's a nod and a wave. A nod and a wave. Look, to be fair... I've barely invested in Travis's game at all. So, you know, he's given back about as much as I've put in, to be fair. Well, he was only here for the one night. He flew straight out. So, it, But you should have seen when the – we should change the lyrics in Karma to Karma is a guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me and the fireworks went and the whole crowd just lost their mind. Actually, this is interesting. So he's he flew in, he saw the one show, and then he's gone straight to Vegas, right? Yes. I don't know how things are going there. There might be trouble. Oh, that's a big red flag for me. You know, if he was committed, he'd he'd be there for a while, wouldn't he? You know, like he's mate. We've got people in this office who have seen more Taylor Swift gigs in the last few days than Travis has. <laughs> I think it's over. <laughs> I think it's no, over. No, Lindsay, no. Um, thanks for joining us this morning and giving us the huge surprise. <laughs> um, re- <laughs> really nice catching up with you, mate. <laughs> Thanks for sending me. My oh, pleasure. No worries. <laughs> I mean, look, she sounds like she had a brilliant time. Yeah, she went to the wrong tent. Brilliant time. <laughs> Got a secret. Can you keep it? Pete and Kimber present Mix 94.5's Secret Lives of Birth. Untold secrets. Unbelievably true. Secret. Time for another Secret Lives of Perth, Kimber. I mean, some of these secrets have been incredibly juicy. Mix.com.au, people have been sending them in. You can pick up a bit of cash for your secret if you make it to air and we disguise your voice. Um, Some of them have been really dark and things we can't believe people have dealt with. Mm -hmm. And then there's things like this one where I really didn't know how I felt about it. If I'm honest, I was a bit taken aback and I didn't know how to react. Putting laxatives into the muffins and taking them into work to get revenge on the workplace. Uh, Anonymous joins us now. Take us through the story. Let's go. Uh, So roughly six years ago, I was at wit's end of my work, mostly to do with the um, immediate management team. I just wanted them to feel how how they made me feel. So I took some baked goods into work, um, ice with laxatives, 
uh, a lunch had been scheduled that day, so I, I knew about it. So I sort of sort of teamed together. They had organised an Indian lunch, so that was sort of hot food and laxative. Don't mix. <laughs> I mean, curry curry gets you at the best of times. <laughs> let's be honest. Um, the, um, the lunch was sort of blamed for the upset stomachs. They had actually put lunch aside for me because I went to the gym. And, yeah, they told me, don't touch. I was like, okay, people are not feeling well. I was like, okay, thank you. Um, I sort of sat back down, watched it unfold. And sort of the main perpetrator of my discomfort was sitting in his office, not moving. Sort of, I only guess what was going through him. So can we go back a ways, Anonymous, here? Because I, I feel like there's something more going on here. Do I detect, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, that um, clearly you were that badly disenfranchised with what was going on in work because I almost feel like I, I detect a bit of emotion while you're telling this story. Yeah, I, I, you know, when you've sort of approached management numerous times trying to get some sort of resolution and you sort of don't get any and well, they're mostly not seeing self as important but the work you do is important so there's a dissociation between yourself and the work. You know, you lose sort of disheartened from the whole thing. So you weren't able to share this secret with anyone because obviously everybody would know. So, I mean, even though you've done it, it's not a great, I suppose we're supposed to say, it's not a great thing to do, you're not supposed to do it. But while you were watching everybody in discomfort, it was making you feel better, even though you couldn't share it with anyone. What kind of situation were they actually in? How many people are we talking about that are essentially running off to the office toilet because they don't feel any good? Uh, about four or five people. Whoa. How many toilets have you got in the office? Uh, there was a few. There was a few? So that, it was a, there was yeah. enough for everybody? Did everybody make it to the toilet? I'm um, not quite sure. I know one person sort of sat there very quiet, not moving, so... Did you... So did you, like, pump the mixture full of laxative, or did... Like, how did you get the laxative into the mixture? I was just mixed with the icing sugar. And then iced everything, and that was it. Pretty much. What were you hoping for? I, I was trying to um, get, I don't know, a reasonable reaction. And I thought, I'd find lunch that day with hot food, by all means. I mean, if their discomfort was not as half as what they were giving me, so it was, uh, I'd say, a worth reaction just to sit and watch. Do you think anyone suspected you having been behind it? No. Nah. Not at all. Did you move on from the company? Did you leave after that? I'm still with the company, just with a different office. Wow. And um, how did current management treat you? Um, sort of the same. That's why I'm looking moving on. Right, so you're looking at moving on. You're not thinking maybe another round of cupcakes. <laughs> uh, I think that'd be overkill. Is it enough that you got to see what happened or do you kind of wish that they knew... I think watching it unfold is more than enough. There's a level of sanity you've got to have. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anonymous. Um, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. And, uh, yeah, good luck. I, I think, mate, it sounds like you need to get out of that place. It sounds like you need to move on, both for your benefit and theirs, by the sounds of things, before you whip out another batch of cupcakes. Um, but thanks for sharing your story with us. No worries. Thank you. There you go. The latest secret lives of Perth. Um, straight into it. Do you know the Muffin Man? 
<laughs> do you know him? Do you know the Muffin Man? Do you know the Muffin Man? I mean, look, it's a great question. We could. But I Why? suggest... What do you want to ask? Well, I suggest we talk about petty revenge. Oh, yeah, okay. Because yep. it's pretty petty revenge, isn't it? Yeah, very. Like a, a girlfriend of mine was dating a dude and they'd been together all that long and she found out that he was cheating on her and so she said, well, I went round his house when he wasn't there and I was like, oh, God, what, what have you done? She broke into his house, just slid open the window and she went in and she stole the um, toggle from his bathrobe. Like the, 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 you know, the waistband, the tie, <laughs> the tie around your bathrobe so you've got nothing to tie your bathrobe on with, which oh would just God. drive you mental. Yeah. Um, and then cut the buttons off his leather jacket. Oh, come on. It's petty revenge, but yeah. she feels like she got her point across. Super petty. Right. No one really got hurt, but it's pretty funny. I want more stories like that. <laughs> um, yes, Rami? I once worked in Melbourne and I disliked the boss so much that I accidentally put salt in his coffee instead of sugar. <laughs> wow. That's twice this morning. Rummy makes drinks for us every day. Should we be nervous? You guys treat me well and nothing will happen. <laughs> You're the devil, Rummy. Okay. Julia in Casuarina. Julia, was it your petty revenge? Absolutely. <laughs> what did you do? Uh, well, I might to say at the beginning that I am a much better friend than I am an enemy. And um, what happened was uh, I was seeing a guy who um, I felt was cheating on me. And so uh, because I discovered uh, one afternoon that there was a half bottle of wine um, on the sink and I don't drink. So um, he knew nothing about it, of course. So um, I had to think about it. So what I did was I filled it up with some pee. <laughs> Uh, put the cork back in it and put it in the fridge. Hang on, did you say and, did you say tea or pee? Uh, as in wee wee. Oh God, I didn't react because I I just thought you said tea like English <laughs> breakfast, and I was like, where's this going? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, put the cork back in it and put it in the fridge, and it sat there for about two and a half months, um, untouched. And then one day I came home and noticed it was actually in the recycling. I just gone to the recycling bin, totally empty. <laughs> oh, so as in he had drunk it? Clearly. Yes. Without yep. realising? They didn't realise, no. Oh. They didn't realise. But you Jeez, Julia, so you what are you, said, made of grapes? Julia, you said you only suspected. <laughs> like you, So you never caught the guy? Well, you know, how do you not explain a half bottle of wine on your sink with two glasses? You know, somebody must know something. It doesn't just appear. Interesting. Mm. Very interesting. I was Uh, like, the two glasses is probably a bit more of a giveaway. I was like, he could have drunk half a bottle of wine on his own. Yeah, Um, Rami's telling us that you got another story as well. That wasn't the only time. Uh, Okay. Um, Well, this one's um, a different guy. (laughs) (laughs) How's the dating world working out for you, Julia? (laughs) I've scared them all off. yeah, so he was uh, gone for the weekend, just gone to the pub on a Friday afternoon with the boys, and normally he would come home after work, no problem. So this weekend, um, in he and then ring or ca- I tried calling him, calling him. He wouldn't answer on the Friday night. And he never came home Saturday, and rolled in absolutely looking like you know the cat had dragged him in on the Sunday afternoon. I was absolutely furious. Uh, so um, and I t- he took his lunch every day um, to work. So on the Monday morning, um, I decided to make him a special lunch um, that um, had a tampon inside his salad roll. 
What? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me it wasn't used. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, God, she's so vague, I don't even want to know. <laughs> Taylor Swift, final show in Sydney tonight. And if you've just tuned in, Amy Shark invited us over to Sydney uh, to go to an Australian Idol filming, to go to the show. And so we are going there after our show this morning. So we're going to fly over to Sydney. We're there for a couple of days. We're still going to be on air every morning. Don't worry. Um, I don't think people are worried, but yeah, go on. (laughs) (laughs) You might be right. But So producer Rami has said to us, hey, what if we try and get last minute tickets to Taylor Swift? We could go to her final show tonight. Mm. We were like, that'd be pretty epic. And you said, no, I can't go. If that were the case, I couldn't possibly go. For what reason, reason, Pete? I couldn't do it to Liz. Now, this is this is not... Let me first say, right, right off the... This is the most important part. There is no expectation on her behalf that I ever miss anything because of her. Your wife, Liz, is a big Taylor Swift fan and you guys wanted to go to the gig. Well, we were this... So, her friend messaged her over the weekend and said, Hey, I've picked up six tickets to Taylor Swift. I'm going. Do you want to go? And we were sitting there on Saturday morning. I called mum and dad. I was like, Hey, can you look after the kids for the next couple of days? Because i got to do this and i got to go to... And all this sort of stuff. And then... Like, we were looking at flights. I was like, you got to go. Go go see Taylor Swift. She's like, I really want to do this. I'm going to go see Taylor. And then you know what happened? She went, it's Mila's swimming carnival on the Monday. And then there's another couple of... I just couldn't do that to Mila. It's her first swimming carnival. I couldn't do that to Mila. She parented. I can't she parented. What an idiot. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you got kids. You have to parent. But what and I then do- I said to you guys, I said, I couldn't do that to her. Even if we got tickets to Taylor Swift... I couldn't go, knowing how much she wanted to go. I cannot get my head around that, Pete. It's so ridiculous. If Liz knew you had an opportunity to see Taylor Swift and you turned it down just because you had bad feelings that she couldn't go, I, I think guilty. Liz would. I think Liz would think that's stupid. No, and she would think Your it's stupid. Your wife is a lovely lady, and she doesn't. She she would just be like, "Why are you saying no to this?" And she she would think it's stupid. She would be the first one to say, "You got to go, you idiot." It makes no I sense just, to I, me that you I feel. feel guilty. Guilty about it. I feel guilty okay, about okay. it because it's it's the thing she really wanted I to go. I understand you going and, and going. She couldn't. Oh, she would have loved to have been at this. She would have had a good time. I can understand that. But the fact that you go, no, I would feel so guilty that I'm not going to this concert and I'm not getting a ticket is so weird to me. I don't see I how can't... you think that's weird. I, I like you know. Rami you... thinks it's weird. Kerry Kerry thinks it's weird. We all think it's why, weird. Why do you guys think it's weird? Why? They're not even listening to you, are they? No, no, I'm listening. I'm just too mad to answer you. (laughs) You, I don't get it. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. I don't know why. Come on, mate. It's not a once. She's doing about 400 gigs and she'll do 400 the next time. People have to stop calling it a once in a lifetime opportunity. Sorry, Kim, I'm speaking. (laughs) The entire country is trying to get tickets and you're given the opportunity and you still don't want to go. No, it's it's not that I don't want to go. It's that I feel guilty knowing that this is... Liz's thing. Like, this is the thing that... And I'm over there while she's back here parenting the kids and taking care of all of the stress and chaos that's about to erupt over the next few days while I'm over on a junket in Sydney. Mm. Let's be honest. I just... I feel... I don't feel right. Yes, Kerrid? Oh, no, I agree with you, Pete. Thanks, Kerrid. I appreciate oh, it. You really? know love. I think you need a new wife, Pete. Look, nah. I'm going to... I think the, my favourite part about all this is that, no, I don't understand that point of view, but the best thing is that my partner, James, has just texted me and said... If you go see Taylor Swift, I'll be gone by the time you get home. (laughs) (laughs) 
You're perfect for each other. You can press pause on this Pete and Kimber podcast anytime you like. But Thai Airways new flights from Perth to Bangkok? Well, they're non-stop. Book now with Thai. Smooth as silk.